With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Lost Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and anybody else who happens to be listening this evening, it is... Uh, hey, everybody! We're all, hey, everybody! We're all going to get laid! Heavens, much to the chagrin of the graphic that was just showing, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube Live, on Twitch, on Twitter, and over on Facebook Live, where we've been going for a long time. But we haven't been anywhere as long as we've been on Blog Talk Radio. That's where you can listen to us live. You can find us on Twitter, at Larcher Lawrenson. I'm at Clark in Chicago there. And uh, my friend and partner, in profile, styling tonight, the one, the only, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. Oh, wrong one. That was yeah, the one. Great. I yeah, beautiful. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. I've decided to watch you tonight, Clark. I'm just going to have a focus there right at you the whole show. That's what we're looking uh, at, just straight up on me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. That's, that's how I plan on doing this. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a lovely, it's a lovely day here in Chicago. Yeah, probably. Whoa. Get a little closer. There you go. Oh, so you got the fake green. You got the fake. Now, now we know you're on your green screen. What makes you think we're on the green screen? Because you're wearing green. Oh, was it showing up? Yeah. You have green hair now. You look like you're about to get post something angry on uh, the conspiracy section of uh, Reddit. This, this is the stuff that you get on our show right here, my friends. This is it. You uh, you showed up on the green screen last weekend for the Royal Rumble drawing. I did. What an exciting event. You know, there was the rumbling of Royals, and uh, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. Fun show. Yeah. Very fun show. Absolutely. So, uh, WWE is firing on all cylinders uh, right now, and uh, it's fun to watch. Whoa. Yeah, they are. They've got, they've got two huge storylines that could have been. WrestleMania main events that could, yeah. I mean, they're good enough to be WrestleMania main events, and that's not even counting The Rock. Uh, I did catch recently Cody Rhodes saying uh, saying some interesting things in in regards to such, uh, in a I, I guess maybe a somewhat shoot. I don't know. It with with Cody, everything's it's all a shoot slash you know work. You know, yeah. Yeah, well, he had a nice he had a nice promo with Paul Heyman last night. That was really good. It's very emotional, I, uh, emotionally charged. I caught only 
I only caught a clip today, about 45 seconds of it. I need to, I need to go and catch it. It seemed like it was pretty solid. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, the Super Bowl is this coming Sunday. And Ooh. yeah, nobody really cares because it's the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, I've had a longstanding theory um, within the NFL that teams that wear green, the green uniforms, yeah. have the worst fans. And I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, they wear uh, they wear green they wear green uniforms, so they are in 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 fact a, a shitty you know fan base. You know, oh, I I've been I've been talking to people all week. I've done I've done some um, investigative reporting, and it seems like a lot of people not only think that they're a bad fan base, but quite possibly the worst. Now, you know, being a Chicago Bears fan. There's another team that wears a green uniform, uh, the Packers. Now, you know, we, we think they're the worst, but okay, Rhaegar. We think they're the worst, but in reality, I mean, they may not be that bad uh, compared to these Philly fans who, you know, they took a cheap shot on Jim Miller. Let's never forget that, okay? No, Let us no. never forget. It was the playoffs. It was Champaign, Illinois. Yeah. It was, you know, a cold day. Jim Miller did what Jim Miller does, and he threw an interception. Uh, they picked the ball off, mm-hmm. and a, a spot that had zero to do with the play, he was hit blindsided and taken out of the game by the ruthless Philadelphia Eagles, and they never apologized. They never cared. Nope. Uh, nope. The fans the fans quite enjoyed it, to be honest. So, I mean, there's I that. There, was a, there wasn't a penalty called on the play. There was not a penalty called on the play. Um, and they, later, the league came back saying that they're that it was uh, they, they find the guy for it. I they find the guy, yeah. Then I think they changed the rule uh, yep. where you can't uh, you can't blindside a quarterback on a pick if it's mm-hmm. not uh, relevant to the play. Um, and then they threw they threw batteries at Santa Claus. I don't know if you remember that. You know they they had mm-hmm. snowballs, and in the snowballs they packed batteries uh, to give it an extra charge, and they threw these. At, at Santa Claus. Now, you know, I don't know what your stance is on Santa Claus. I don't care if you believe or you don't believe. You know, your religion's your religion. But you. at the end of the day, it's Santa Claus. And, I mean, we could argue, you know, whether you believe in him or not, that at the end of the day, you don't throw you don't throw batteries at Santa Claus. So right. with that, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very sure in saying that the Philadelphia Eagles have the, the absolute worst – fan base in all of uh, uh, football and possibly professional sports as a whole. Clark Lawrence, and what say you? Well, I would say if, if you're voting, I would. Those, those, hang on, what's that? I don't know. It's a Parkinson's ad in the middle of the show. Okay, great. Awesome. That's great. I'm, it, it appears that you cared deeply about what I had to say here about it. No, yeah, I no, I hit a, my finger hit a button. Let's not get overly the dramatic. The, the evidence supports it, you know? I mean, the evidence right. supports it, so I don't see how how you um, how you could say that you're completely wrong. They're definitely then, up there in the conversation, and you brought up a point where you think they might be worse than Packer fans, and I'll say this. <laughs> I've heard that when you're a Bears fan going up to Lambeau, like there are folks welcoming you in on, on into the stadium. No, I'm not because we're good fans. 
they, they might not be that great of fans, but there there's at least some nice folks who live in the town that are welcoming, no, 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 no. park in our lawn, pay us for this, you know, wonderful cheeseburgers, great beer. I mean, hell, I can get a cheesesteak just as good as you can get in Philadelphia right down the street. We all know that the best thing about Philadelphia, the best, yeah, absolutely, completely. The best thing about the yeah. best thing about Philadelphia is that a movie with a fictional character is based out of Philadelphia. Mm. The Tom uh, Tom Hanks, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa. Oh the, yeah, this is the one that I'm speaking of. There. I don't know you. You ever been up to Lambeau? I, I think we've talked about it. I don't. I don't believe you've been up to Lambeau Field. I've never been up to Lambeau. Now, let me tell you this: the Packer would fans. Are, yeah, I would. The Packer fans aren't, uh, but not not in cold weather. The Packer fans. I'm officially old now. The Packer fans aren't welcoming us, you know, because they're nice people. They're welcoming us because we're great fans, you see? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I understand. Oh. Who's playing random shit out there now when I'm making my point? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Touche. No, that's it. Um, you brought up a great point in my older age. Put a dome on that thing. Maybe I'll go up there if they put a dome on it. Or yes. if they move the season to the summer. I don't know. They should move Lambeau out of Green Bay into Milwaukee and build in this dome stadium. Well, then we could share a stadium. It's our suburb, too. Yeah, Don't Milwaukee ask me. Um, looking at it earlier, as uh, as I was checking out my, my DraftKings Sportsbook app here, Al, I noticed that... Uh, I noticed that the favorite is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Right now, if uh, if I'd like to bet for the teams who's going to win, we got a uh, DraftKings has the Chiefs with a point and a half. The money line, you get a 105. This is what it's paying, plus 105. I don't know. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are taking the fans aside, you know, because Kansas City, listen, their fans are pretty crappy too. I mean, they're they're not they're not as offensive, you know, as, as the um, Philly fans. But there's one guy on my Facebook timeline who's who's a, a Kansas City fan, and he's the absolute worst. But I don't think he's oh. indicative of the the fan the Kansas City fandom as a whole. I'm not going to judge. You know, a whole group of people based on one person's actions, uh, just because they wear the colors. So, uh, well, when it comes to their the to their fandom, I happen to know quite a few pretty decent guys. Somehow, Kansas City here in Chicago, I've met all of them. Maybe. No, I, I, I guess know. they come to Chicago because they realize that we're a far superior city, of course. Um, but I don't know, all good guys. All, all good guys. In fact, uh, trying to build a road trip next year. The Bears play at the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, anyways, fandoms aside, the uh, the teams. When you break down the actual the actual football, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I think I think maybe the coaching. Is a little better in Kansas City uh, as opposed to Philadelphia. But, look, the Kansas City Chiefs have one offensive player, and that's uh, – well, two. It's it's Mahomes and it's Kelsey. You know? right. uh, outside of that, there's not, a, there's not a great receiving core. It's pretty lackluster. Um, the offensive line is pretty decent, but 
the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line is is, is dominant. You know, they're I superior. I think the couple weeks in between and what have you, making sure that Kelsey's going to be healthy and, you know, not sure about what was actually going on with the back, if anything, or if that was some sportsmanship up in there. But uh, it can't hurt that ankle to have a couple more weeks off, I wouldn't think, either on, yeah. uh, on the home. So that's good. Hurts uh, appears to be healthy on firing on all cylinders. A.J. Brown on the other side of the ball. They got they got people who can catch the ball over there. Smith. Yeah. You're right. The Eagles just appear to be the better team. And then a very under underappreciated and underrated back is Miles Sanders. And, yeah. you know, Philadelphia, at the end of the day, they like running the ball. And I think they should have success doing so. You know, Pachanko on the other side is a, uh, a a running back who's come on strong for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, good good value there, you know, if you drafted him in a, a season-long or a, a dynasty league. But um, Miles Sanders, I think, is a better running back right now with a better offensive line. I think uh, – I, I don't think this is going to be – I would probably take the under on this game. I don't know what historically what – I, I imagine historically overs hit more on Super Bowls than unders, but I think there's there's you know people are perceiving these as two offensive powerhouses, which is kind of true, you know. But I mean Kansas City definitely is. Kansas City looks to score a lot of points, but Philadelphia is a very good defense, very strong defense that should be able to handle Kansas City, and if they do so. Their strategy, their base offense, what they want to do more than anything else is run the football. You know, establish mm-hmm. the run, control the run, control the clock, win the game with your defense. Uh, that's what Philadelphia does. You know, you, we think of them as like this high-octane uh, offense, but they're really not. You know, they they do, they have the big plays. I mean, you know, A.J., A.J. Brown is uh, one of my favorite football players. Yeah. I, I love watching him play. You know, he's just a, a dominant, uh, you know, alpha wide receiver. Uh, Devontae Smith can make things happen um, if you get separation. And mm-hmm. they do look to throw the ball. But really, at the end of the day, it's it's all about, you know, Travis Kelsey, uh, Travis uh, uh, Jalen Hurts running and Miles Sanders running the ball. So. Yeah. And then Boston Scott getting all the touchdowns, you know, just to piss people off. So if you had to guess over the last, um, over the last, let's call it 10 seasons, the last five seasons, let's say that how many Super Bowls of the last five Super Bowls, that is how many Super Bowls have hit the over on the last five Super Bowls? And this goes back to Philadelphia, New England uh, at Super Bowl 52, then uh, Rams, Patriots, then 49ers, Kansas City, then Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and then Cincinnati, L.A. So this is the last five Super Bowls. How I'm going to say four, four of the last five hit the over. All right. Four of the last five have hit the under. Wow. The last four Super Bowls have all hit the under. The last Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52, February 4th, 2018, Philadelphia 41, New England 33. Okay. Yep. And then uh, 53, Super Bowl 53, New England 13, LA 3, Super Bowl uh, 54, KC 31 to 20 over San Fran, Tampa Bay 31, 
Kansas City nine. That over under was fifty six. Al, yeah. I mean, we're talking over under here. It's like, yeah. And then last year was forty nine and a half, where LA won twenty three twenty. But we're talking over unders. Uh, back to that five years ago, uh, Philadelphia winning over under was forty nine. They went over. Then 55.5 was the over-under with the Patriots-Rams. 53 yeah. was KC-San Fran. And 56, wow, yeah. That's, I mean, those over-unders are huge. I guess when you really think about it, the first quarter of the Super Bowl is generally pretty dull and slow. You know, and they always chalk it up to all the excitement and the pageantry, you know, and then the game settles in. You know, they always use that line. Well, we're going to the second quarter. Things are settling in now. and uh, But, I mean, that does seem to be a trend uh, that, that happens every year. So you disqualify a quarter of football. So really, you know, you have three quarters of, of good offensive play or the possibility of good offensive play. You have a really good defense in this game. And uh, now looking at the historical stats, um, yeah, I'm taking the under for sure. What is the over-under on this? Um, I just had it pulled right up. Sorry. Hang on one second. But, uh, why don't we say 10 years knowing that a uh, four out of five hit the under, what do you think the last 10 years? And that goes all the way back to, uh, February 3rd of 2013, where Baltimore played San Francisco. All right. Well, I'm a data guy. So I'm going to go, uh, uh, eight, eight of 10 teams went under. All right. So this would be five out of 10 teams went under okay so yeah it it made up for it the last five years you know the last yeah. four years had the comeback that's wild so i it looks like it's i mean the last 10 years show 50 50 and then it's pretty much like that you know looking at looking at them uh historically there uh the sure. over under on the big game i don't think we're allowed to say super bowl i did use it in the title of it they're, they're gonna come after us with all two of our listeners. Well, yeah, um, I mean, uh, look, this show's uh, taking over. What What would you put the over-under at, if you don't mind? Yes. Um, Philadelphia, 24, Kansas City, 17, so 30. Wait, what's the math on that? Four, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So that's a one, and then you're going to carry the one. So the 30, 41. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up it a little. I'll say uh, 43. 51. 51, yeah. That makes more sense. So, so you're, t- you're still taking the under. Absolutely. I'm even more confident now with the under than I was before. I love that you go with all that, and then 51, that makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, my, you know, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be 24-17. Uh, you know they are going to score some points, but I mean, if I had to, if I had to guess, if I had to lock in a score, it would be twenty four seventeen. Close, but you know, not close enough. My guess is one team is going, probably going to run away with this thing, and it's uh, most likely going to be Philadelphia. Kelsey's always a good bet for first touchdown score. That can always yeah. that, that's a good one to happen. But I'd say if you're looking for the other team to do it, I mean, there, there's a wide variety that would as well. I, I mean, I guess we're not we're not talking the gambling side just yet, maybe, or I don't care what. Well, I, mean. I don't I don't know what the the payouts are, the odds, but um, I would imagine Kelsey's a heavy favorite, where a guy like Juju Smith Schuster probably pays has a better payout. Absolutely, and um, 
you know, lesser chance of hitting. But I think in the Super Bowl, I think all of a sudden, like a Juju Smith-Schuster would be like my guess, um, you know, for first first uh, touchdown. Schuster is plus 1,900. Um, okay. And then Kelsey is plus 700. It's the second best odds. He and Sanders are at 700. And Hertz is at 650. Yeah. Sanders is good. You know, what is like Boston Scott? I like the Mahomes. Uh, 2,500 right there with Mahomes. Yeah, there, I mean, that's the play right there. You go Boston Scott and uh, that motherfucker. Big pass, he, he, big, Devante, big pass to Devontae Smith to the seven-yard line. Then you get that ball to Boston Scott, touchdown, right? Yeah, for no reason, you give it to Boston Scott and he gets a touchdown. Right, 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 right. It's, I mean, uh, it's then, Walter, Walter Payton didn't get a touchdown in the Super Bowl, right? Like, that's this is it. That's it. That's what happens. Yeah, I think I'm going to make that bet, too. Boston little, Scott? A little money on the Boston Scott. Um, I like that. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I feel like making a, a dish, so I'm probably going to pass on your Super Bowl party. So, I mean, we just get that out of the way, you know, right now. Uh, I mean, the invite was a dish if you'd like. You don't don't have to bring anything. Yeah, but then I'm the guy who's not bringing anything. And, you know, your neighbors are very judgmental. Um, What? Everybody's very judgmental here. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, I've I've seen it. You know, you don't see it because you're in it. You know, it's your neighborhood. They're your neighbors. But I I see the uh, wandering eyes. As a matter of fact, let me tell you something, Clark Lawrence. I went to one of your I went to one of your few the few parties you've had at your establishment that I was invited to. Um, And I was harassed, insulted and uh, uh, degraded for drinking somebody's truly. I mean, there was a, a ruckus, my friend. So don't give me this, you know, that, that there's not a bunch of judgmental people at your parties. Well, it, it's okay. You know, sometimes there's folks here from the suburbs and they don't understand how we do it here in the city, you know? Uh, uh, well, I mean, look, it was, it was your guest list. Great friends of mine who this little dust up happened with. Absolutely. Great people. Wonderful people, just not quite understanding the city culture, if you will. Uh, you know, help thy neighbor, you know. Uh, supply it truly for thy neighbor. You know. The only culture that guy's ever had is eating yogurt. What? My kids had yogurt today. What? What? Yeah. Well, how's that a slam? There's cultures in yogurt, Clark. What? Oh, what? What is a culture in yogurt? I don't know. I'm not a dairyologist. It's a. Um... It's like a, a little worm. Mm. Okay. That sounds good. Hmm. Um, no, I, why don't we get to the root of this? I think the reason that you don't want to come by the party is because there's going to be three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11 children. The oldest one is seven. And then there's like three, six year olds, like four, four year olds, a couple, two year olds. They're going to be all around this place. You just talking about these, uh, listing the kids ages. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by it. Tell me about it. Yogurt. We're currently figuring out how to maximize our space and to keep the kids all in one area that's away from us. That's what we're working on right now, Al. Well, shove them in that little room. 
Which you got little, the little room? room? A little room. You know what I'm talking about? There's like benches in there, or some shit. The the kids watch their little uh, laptops. The kids' room, man. The playroom off the kitchen. Yeah, the playroom. There's no door. So we got to so? like if we can keep them upstairs, that'd be great. But then I got to be careful sending them downstairs because we got the studio over here, and I don't want to. Well, they're not coming in here because the place is a mess right now. Outside what happened? The, uh, what happened to the door? What door? Out of the kids' playroom. There, there's never been a door. When you bought the place, there was no door. Yeah, there was some little like flimsy deal, but we're like, ah, oh, we don't need a door on it. It's kids' playroom. We got to oh. we got to be watching them anyway. I'd like, to, is, I'd like to knock that fucking wall down, to be honest, and open that shit up. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yogurt is produced using a culture of Lactobacilia, Del Brusiki, Serps, uh, Bulgarius, and Stephocacus Thermopolius bacteria. In addition, other uh, Lactobacilia and biodebacteria are sometimes added during or after culturing yogurt. So there's a lot of culture in yogurt, Clark. Okay. That's great. Thank you for letting me know. I didn't know that's what it was called. Well, I, you're, you're you're learning some yogurt culture. Thank you. Yes, I am. Uh, Al, much as you know, the Girl Scout cookies have come in. Ah, DM me if you're interested in Girl Scout cookies. Just saying. Uh, family and friends. We're family and friends. We're supposed to sell to family and friends. That's who Hazel sells to. But you were kind enough to be one of our top uh, purchasers, one of Hazel's top purchasers. Oh, you just Thank made me feel fat. No, not at all. That's not what it is. Um, I have people, other people who uh, are buying 10 and 12 uh but eight is one of our is one of our top orders and it's fantastic so thank you uh, oh my God, i bought eight boxes yeah no but you're just trying to help a kid out it's 40 bucks yeah but here's the thing i went so do you want me to deliver four of them now and then i'll deliver four we'll deliver four tomorrow and then we'll deliver four in like five weeks because i wish i could fucking do that because al i have housed two boxes in like three days i'm not gonna lie i have just been yeah, raking, raking them in. No, I deliver them all. Maybe I'll give some away. You know, here's yeah. the thing. Like I, uh, I've had no energy for like six years, right. and then I go to the doctor and they say, "Well, you have zero vitamin D in your system." I say, "Okay, well, that's not a good thing." And they right. give me some vitamin. They give me fifty thousand, you know, uh, doses of uh, vitamin D a week. So I'm taking that. I got a little more energy, and then they're like, "Oh, you know what? You also have this." Uh, and this, if this level is high, that means you have uh, tumors on, on uh, some glands at your neck. Uh, you know, so they're like, don't worry. It's not like cancerous or anything. They're like, well, okay. So I go, they're like, now you got to go to a specialty doctor. So the specialty doctor is like nine month wait. Right. So I'm like, well, that, that kind of sucks. So I, I go to make an appointment with the specialty doctor, but because it was like the coldest day of the year, Nobody wanted to go to the doctor. So they're like, look, if you want to come in the cold, you could you you could have an appointment. I said, well, hell, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll put a hat on and I'll get some long underwear and I'll I'll come to your appointment. Well, they don't send any information from my doctor to this doctor. So, like, I get there and the lady doctor, uh, not that that matters, but the, the, the lady doctor, she's there. She doesn't know what's going on. 
You know, I got to explain everything. She wants to see my lab reports, but my lab reports are on the phone. So, I, like, I'm giving her the phone, and she, she's like, she's never seen an app before. Like, she's never, oh, she's man. never touched a phone. Oh, and uh, so she's, she's hand punching this stuff in. Meanwhile, the, the office lady's getting all this information faxed over. So, yeah. this lady, this, this doctor has a nervous giggle when she talks. So, It'd be like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> oh, look, you're you these these are a little high. <laughs> Let me check your neck glands. <laughs> I mean, this lady is giggling after everything she says, and I, it catches I know. it. I, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, is this lady stoned? Is my doctor stoned right now? What is, what is happening? And then it continues, and I start, I it starts, you know, I start realizing that. I think it's a nervous tick. I think it's just a uh, a tick in her speaking pattern where she laughs at everything. So I write it off, but I'm getting angry. Doesn't that concern you quite a bit? Yes. Is a patient? Yes, I'm not like, because now she's telling me, she's like, she's like, oh, there's no reason you should even be here. (laughs) You know, uh, your high levels of vitamin D are causing the other thing to skyrocket. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't even worry about it. <laughs> you know, come back in, you know, six months <laughs> to see if things have gotten better. You know, so, yes, I'm now, hey, Sean, how are you? Uh, congrats on the big rumble win. So, hey, in Sean, my mind, <laughs> in my mind, yes, I'm like, uh, I'm concerned about this lady's accuracy because she's telling me not to worry about things where I might have to, I shouldn't be, you know, the other doctor's telling me I need surgery, but the other doctor isn't a specialist, and this lady's a ectocranian or whatever the fuck these people are. Specialist, a specialist, yeah. She's a specialist in, uh, you know, the ectocranes. Yeah. So she's telling me not to worry about it. So I immediately, I get out of there. I'm like, this is the worst doctor experience I've ever had in my life. You got to keep it the other way. Otherwise, I'm just staring at a wall, Clark. So swap it back. I need to look at you. Oh, you want to look at me? Yes. Other, thank you. I, you know, I got, I got it. I'm watching you. Okay. You see now, now it's like a, a, a PBS political show from the 1980s. Um, oh, good. So, so, okay. So I go and I get home and immediately, what do you do? What do you do? What's Clark? that? After when an experience like that, when you get home, what do you do? Oh, you either well, there's two ways to do it. Okay. You either you either just say, well, the hell with it. Today's going to be a, a big cheat day, and you eat a bunch of cookies. You eat all that you want. Uh-huh. You go to a nice restaurant, or you're like, well, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a ride. I'm, I'm gonna take a ride on my bicycle. Oh, but it was freezing cold that day. No, you know. go home. You go home and you Google the doctor, and you see if other people have had weird experiences with the oh, same yeah. person. Yeah, absolutely. So, do. So I do, I do, and I find, like, there's just, like, a ton of things, like, you know, some of them were positive, but some of them were, like, this lady just kept laughing the whole time. I was, you know, the worst bedside manner I've ever seen, because they probably didn't realize it was a nervous tick, and I, I do, I still think that's what it is. It's just, yeah. you know, she wasn't, uh... Did somebody yeah. on the reviews mention that? Maybe? Somewhere? No, know. nobody, nobody mentioned that. I mean, everyone mentioned... That everyone who gave her a one star review mentioned the giggling, and 
They're like, you know, what, what, I, I felt like I was coming to some schoolgirl. I mean, this lady's like 50 years old, you know. I mean, this is a, a young doctor. So, so I mean, that, there was that experience. But it, lo- it looks like maybe maybe I don't need a, uh, a surgery. Yeah. But again, yeah, the, as Sean just said, the Joker was my doctor. The lady, you know, the lady Joker. Um, before I forget, I, I um tomorrow, like somewhere around the hours of like four and five thirty. Do yeah. you have a delivery at those hours? Yeah, I mean, hit me up. We'll see where my sleeping is. I've been sleeping in a little bit. I had to get up early today because we had to do this show. So I had to wake up at 4. I got out of here at 4.30, went to the Jewel. I have a real issue. You did a Wow. Shopping at that hour and driving at that hour. Oh, brutal. That's that's making an effort to get groceries right there. Brutal, man. Or you didn't want to have to head out after. I get it. I get that, I guess. Yeah, well, my weight's out of control, so I like I had to go and get salads and that kind of shit. Um, if I didn't do it now, I wouldn't do it. And the cat needed the cat was running low on food. Sure. Um, I did run out to Desplaines to get some Chicago ramen uh, on uh, Tuesday. Or that today's right. Tuesday, so it must have been Sunday. Sunday night, I went and I got some uh, Chicago ramen. I got the uh, tetsume, which is the uh, the dipping noodles. Which is a fantastic, you know, it, it's a it's a dish that's you know like almost exclusive to Detroit, to D- Detroit, Detroit, to Tokyo. But uh, this guy is from Tokyo, Chef uh, Kenta, and uh, he's brought the recipe with him to Desplaines, and he opened up Chicago Ramen there, and uh, he's one of I think only two people in Chicago to serve this dish, and it's lovely. You get a bowl of cold noodles. You throw a little seaweed on there, a little of uh, that red stuff, the spicy mm-hmm. stuff. You mm-hmm. mix it into your noodles. I had, a, I had a Japanese kid sitting next to me. I watched how he did it because I usually oh. I usually throw yeah. all the seasoning into the soup, into the broth. But the, the Japanese kid was uh, mixing it in with the noodles, with the dry noodles, which uh, I said, oh, that looks good. So, you know, yep. I just I was copying what he was doing. So you feel like that was the accurate way to do it? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. That's so, so oh. I, you know, I got all the, uh, the season of the noodles and then you take the noodles and you dip it into this, uh, this broth, this thick gravy, you know, it's like, uh, I don't yeah. know how to describe it. And then you, you know, you slurp, then you, then you take the chopsticks and you slurp up the noodles. You go. <laughs> and that, you know, that's how you're supposed to do it. And, uh, they even have instructions on the, uh, you know, when we did the, the holiday wall. dinner and we went to Avio, 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 which yeah. I don't think we've had a show since then. Oh, that was a joyous Maybe occasion. we should have done Chicago ramen. Maybe. Yeah, well, that's uh, the next time we go. The next time we go out to eat, we can go to Chicago ramen. Next week, in lieu of a show, maybe maybe it's Chicago. Maybe we'll ramen. get some. Maybe we'll get some ramen. Man, that yeah. ramen is so. We'll do a quick live is from there where we just say, "Here's the ramen. Have a good one, folks." We're the ramen is good, but the well, you, number one, there's always a wait. It's a very popular place, and it's a small space. We won't be able to deliver it tomorrow at like five o'clock. She's got a Girl Scout meeting at five thirty. Never mind. After well, these, school, these... we're going over. After school, we've got a delivery over by Joseph's over there, uh, down in uh, you know Harlemish on Addison near Harlem. Uh, gonna stop into Joseph's, of course. 
But then yeah. we come back. School gets out at three. Be over there by three thirty. Be back by four. And then she has her meeting at five thirty. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, what do they do at like, these? You have to be a four o'clock stop over at your place. What do these? What do they do at these Girl Scout uh, meetings? They they just talk about business plans and how to uh, shyster, how, how to how to scam to people up cookie money. They all try their, no, they all try their best to hold up three fingers like this. When you know damn well that a lot of us can't. A lot of us are struggling to do it. Like put them together and hold them up, and it's just like all of a sudden you just got like the two on top of the one. My thing is, I think the Girl Scouts should t- switch to the Turkish Wolf. Like Sweet. if they all just do this, like I. I'm going to tell Hazel that she can go that route if she wants. She doesn't have to do this thing when it comes to, to the Girl Scouts. She can just go that way. You know, I tend to, when I do the Turkish Wolf, I tend to I tend to bend one finger like a floppy air. Like and a, Kevin Nash called me out on it when I did that. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let me see. He's, like, what are your, he's, he's like, what are your ears are sagging, man? <laughs> I bet he calls everybody out on that. I think a lot of people's ears sag. He knows that joke works, so he goes with it. That's that's a that maybe. I, I felt amazing. like it was. I felt like it was an exclusive joke to me. But you know my, what? Maybe you're right. Maybe it's in his youngest, uh, My youngest has always been. Well, I just like to do this, and that's because it's it's been too hard to figure out to do that. So she's like this. Too sweet. Nice. Oh man, um, we'll discuss delivery. Maybe we can just drop them and leave them hanging on the doors. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's ways. Yeah, um, whatever works there. But uh, but yeah, you've been you're trying to get out of the Super Bowl party. It's a wing fest. Like we have like champion wings. Wing I, the stickers came in for the belt. The rig the wing fest. The belt is the that WWE Universal Championship. Uh, um uh what are those called? Fanny pack? Oh yeah. That's our belt. That's uh in in it it, it it was won by the Carroll household a couple weeks back. Of course now, it was. Now we are inviting others into the contest. Whoever wants like you're invited to the show, you can make your wing and bring it and put it up against some of the best wings around. Best and, wings around, it's your neighbors. Yeah. yeah, we got we got we got some damn good cooks oh, on this. I'm sure. I'm, oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm the fish. How I'm many households? Fish. I'm the fish. I'm the one-legged chicken walking around. I'm huh? How many three. households? Three, three is households. The, is it's the alternative household, the uh Carols. Kristen, what what do you mean the alternative household? Yeah, yeah that's Laura and Kristen. Yes. Yeah. Kristen, Cappy, and I have the wings. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh what do you mean I'm you have the better. wings? I'm getting better. I'm figuring out how to make wings. It's taken a while. It's it's hard to figure out. To it's not hard to figure out. You just gotta you gotta just read instructions. Basically, get them dry. They they need to be crispy. You gotta have a crispy wing. That's it. Yeah, you just leave them in the air fryer longer. I of course. You you complimented my wings the next day, and that's where I felt like it was real. So I'm asking you here. So the day after the rumble, you complimented them. Oh, no, no, no. I just felt like you put a lot of effort into him and you talked him up. So it was the polite thing to do. Right. Yeah. I didn't really like it. I wasn't like blown away by your wings by any means. Um, but I wasn't disappointed either. I don't know. I wasn't like, oh, these are bad wings. So it's just like, oh, these are wings. I-, I can make these in my air fryer. So, no. Uh, the Clark uh, Clark quit on me here. Um, 
So this is on Reddit. This is from Raging Bull 773 on Reddit. All-time bears that we had too much irrational hope for. Uh, let's see. What players do we have the hardest time accepting would never break out? Who are some examples of Tyrus Thomas for the Bears? Which did you never buy into the hype for? Who is the person on this team currently? I became a fan during the 2001 season, so I'll talk uh, from there. Some that stick out are uh, David Terrell, Garrett Wolf, Earl Bennett, Cam Meredith, Mitch Trubinsky, Cutler. I mean, Trubinsky's out of the obvious. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, boneless wings, yay or nay? Sesame Seed is wondering. Uh, that is that is a one hundred percent a nay. If you want nuggets, go to McDonald's. Uh, Shane McClellan, uh, Rusty Shackleford, four fifty three. I've got to jump up. back in too. I've got to jump back in. There's no yeah. such thing as boneless wings. No, absolutely. Nature, nature did they're not make boneless they're, wings. They're saucy. They're sauced up nuggets. Like they're just yes, yes. And I'll make those for my wife, but I sure as shit do not call them wings. And when she calls them boneless wings, we discuss yeah, they're not it. wings. They're not wings. Uh, it's like meatless meat, you know. I mean, it's 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 vegetables. It's uh, doctor vegetables. Um, Shana Clellan's another great one. I mean, that guy absolute uh, horrible pick. But but helped help the Bears get a victory. If I recall, it was a Monday night victory over the Green Bay Packers. Do you recall? Yeah, I we remember were, having like one. We game. were watching it over on Harlem. It uh, it it cheers whatever whatever the place is called, Al. Whatever it was yeah, called then. Cheers, buddies. When we were there, we were watching it together. And do you remember pregame? That's the that's the famous one where everyone else picked the Packers, but Coach Dicka picked the Bears. And then McClellan got to Rodgers, knocked him out of the game, and the Bears won the damn thing. Too much. Leche uh, brings up uh, Adam Shaheen. Pouch 28. When we drafted Gabe Karimi, he led the Jewish Unity Parade in Skokie before ever playing a down. That was the weirdest hype I ever saw. In that, and he passed. He's dead? Yeah, Gabe Karimi. Not too many years after. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what did he croak from? Hang on, wait a minute. Uh, this just in. Let me get the uh, the actual word on this. Uh, he does appear to still be alive. Thank you. I mean, killing the man off. Who who am I thinking of? Draft Very anti-Semitic today, Clark. I mean, that's no, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Wait, uncomfortable. What this. do you mean, Barry? You're, that makes it sound like I've been. Making mistakes like this all day. Mark Bradley is another good one. I don't even remember Mark Bradley. I didn't know Karimi was Jewish. Oh, his mother originally Catholic converted to Judaism. How about that? I'll be darned. Dane uh, Sajenbacher. Who could I be mixing him up with? You know, we talked a little bit about the uh, the old people uh, documentary on Netflix, the uh, the uh, smuggling in the uh, Pez dispensers. Um, oh, have we discussed that? I, no, I think I think that was just texting between us. I don't think we discussed that on the show. 
Oh, oh, so Clark recommended some. Uh, what do you mean recommended? Documentary no. on people who who smuggle this guy who's this old hippie who smuggles in Pez dispensers illegally into the United States and the uh, the Pez Corporation uh, USA, not Pez of uh, uh, Austria. They they went after him and uh, basically devalued his collection. And it, you, you it, said you said you didn't find that interesting. You did. No, 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 no. I I said it was interesting, but it's definitely geared towards old people. Like it's a documentary. If you're 50 plus and you're married, you Alex, watch with your significant other. Fucking spoiler alert. We are knocking on the door of 50. Yeah, I know. Listen, that's why we've got a preview shit like this. Like we're getting there. Like that's why part of it was intriguing. Because that's like, why I slightly enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, it wasn't, but it, it was clearly for old people. Like it wasn't like that exciting. The guy spent you know, some my time talking about, race. he spent some time talking about how people are following him around while he's in Austria, you know, and everyone's like, oh yeah, there he is. Creek, you know, kooky guy going around all the Pez festivals, Pez dispensers. And then like, he's validated on that. Like it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I actually <laughs> watching it, but as you and I so, discussed then today, when yeah. I sent you the text message about Ben Stiller is going to star in the one based off of that documentary of the three identical brothers who didn't grow up together, they were all adopted, they didn't know each other, yeah, yeah, not like in college ish or something like that. Um, that one it, it was rolling, it was doing pretty well, and then just kind of died out. Yeah, it, it it fizzled. A lot of these documentaries. I watched the one with the the uh, knife, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. I don't know if you watched that one. Yeah, I watched that one. Bang, 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 bang. And he bang. was a fucking killer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was that was all right. I mean, that was that was designed for people our age, Clark. That was in our demographic. Right. Um, right. I don't even remember it. Like, they, they made a big deal. Like, this was all over social media. I had no recollection of this whatsoever. Um, I had nothing, nothing at all on it. Um, at all. Um, there, there were a couple other documentaries that you and I have recently discussed that I know that we've both watched now. Um, there was the Pez dispenser. Um, oh, the, I think we've already talked that one out. The Pepsi where they were giving away the Pepsi was giving away the, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 the plane or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, that yeah. one was boring. Yeah. That one was, the, that one was, if it was an hour and a half, it would have been fine, but they, they did like three parts on that. It was just too much, man. Um, but it was definitely, that one was, that one was designed for us. You know, that one clearly, that was our, that those ads ran in our childhood. That dude was about our age. Uh, knock, knock, knock. It's knuckles posted, uh, Jasper Horstead as the bear that, uh, you know, big let down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, did you see, did you already read off Sesame seed said, uh, you said Cedric. Yeah, Cedric Benson. Um, yeah. He had a couple good years, but man, they just like never committed. No. And then, of course, they had the big fumble. No. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Uh, we we just got all caught up on caught up on uh, both seasons of the White Lotus in this household, mm-hmm. and just finished them. Have you done White Lotus yet, Al? I have not. Yeah, give it a go. Uh, 
I'll be honest, like you may have to, you know, fight through a bit of season one, but then get to season two. It's it takes place in a different place, mainly different characters, different stories. Yeah, I did start the um, that's like a written show, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like scripted stuff. So I, I started the the Korean uh, fitness program. uh that it's probably like you know recommended for you there but it was very it's very homoerotic um because like it, you know it's all about like the physique so it's like a bunch of dudes it's like a bunch of dudes uh, it's it, it, it's like squid games but it's real and it's all about like fitness and it's all like korea's best athletes the best physiques in korea male and female um and then they, they have like challenges, like who can hang on, you know, who can hang on to this thing the longest. And then like a pit of water is underneath. Or they had one where um, there's a giant medicine ball and the two players wrestle each other for um, three minutes. And whoever's holding it at the end wins. And there's like giant bodybuilders versus like, you know, kung fu guys with, you know, like swimmer builds. Um there, the one guy you got to, I think the longer you hung on the first challenge, gave you the ability to pick your opponent. And one of the top like ranked guys ended up picking like a female. Uh, you know, he's just like, look, I want to win the money. I don't care. I'm going to take the easiest route possible. So it, it, the problem was I watched like five episodes. I binged this damn thing. And then I found out they're like mid-season. And they're slowly releasing episodes. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that was disappointing. But uh, I get you. Yeah, it's like it's like one versus a hundred or some shit like that. But it, it's decent. It's decent. You know, I can't, I can't believe I'm hooked on it, but I am. Oh, I think I remember seeing it. Um, we turned on a movie last night. It's almost two hours, but um, we enjoyed it. Um, I thought I expected it to be much like other movies of similar things, um, rom-coms and whatnot, but you people ended up being better than I ever expected it to be. Uh, we, Oh, it sucked. We were intrigued. We liked it. It actually hit issues that like I have, ex- like I, not, not yeah, exactly. Cause you're, cause you're a Jewish guy, Clark. I have, I have parents from the suburbs who, and, and, and I know people from the suburbs, uh, people from uh, in the city as well, I guess that uh, it, similar situations with the parents and whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't uh, a very good movie. It, it was, a, it, it was, was really a concept. Awesome. It was a concept that, um, you know, has been done many times. You know, yeah, but it coming was way different dinner. than ever before. Usually, they usually they and, don't actually tackle the issues. Like they don't. Actually it was exactly like that's that's actually the purpose of those other movies. Was tackling was those coming issues. over to dinner was nothing like like this. Like yeah, none yeah. of them were. Not, and not like oh this no, one. not none of them were. Okay, uh, none of them were like this one. And then the it's characters just, are very. I like the, the I characters this are far much more than that, for yeah. sure. The characters were very um, non-realistic and boring. Like, I, you know, like there was nothing fun about Eddie Murphy's character. Ooh. You know, it, it just made the movie like linger longer. And you know, I, a, a I, do, I would was, say that I, 
you could say he's unrealistic, but I think that's just because of our experiences. Like, I don't know that for sure. I've, I, I don't hang out with somebody who would have similar thoughts, like, but that's there. I believe, I believe there's, there are people like that on, on this planet. Yeah. I, I just think it was, it was just a bad characteristic of, uh, of people. And uh, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It wasn't good. Dude. It caught me off guard. It was better than I expected, and it actually I, – I, I disagree, but I can, I, could see, I can see how you come to your conclusion on it. What else? Well, uh, Last of Us, I'm three episodes in. I finally got Lauren caught up with it uh, to get to the third episode, which is tough because uh, it – there's like it, it it's a it can be hard to watch um for somebody with uh, just th- some gruesomeness at the in the first couple episodes but the third episode everything that you've seen about how it's a great standalone movie on its own is a fact yeah, I don't even know what it is it's getting all the hype right now it's on hulu have you have you watched the um is this a cake show? No. Yeah, me neither. I really, I don't do, I really don't do any, um, I don't do the, what, this, the quote unquote reality shows. Oh, there's some good ones, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like I'll do documentaries and stuff, but I don't know. I, I think it's, if they would have not called it reality TV at the beginning, I'd have, I, I may be more on board with it, but they, I mean, they, they, it's a, it's lying to the consumer. Like the people think that the shit's real. That's what's crazy. Well, that, that movie we were talking about before, uh, uh, they, they lied to us saying it was a, a rom-com. There was nothing funny about it. There was no comedy in it. <laughs> I, I beg to differ. Well, they, I laughed a lot. They, 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 I mean, they lied to us. They straight up lied to us. You can't uh, wow. You can't have that. If you don't Lie think, us. what do you mean? Like they tell you, they, it's called reality TV, but it, it's not real. Like it's there's there's fucking scripts for this shit. Like it's and ridiculous. Some, and some it, shows there are, yeah. It's all fully produced. It's like you do and this, some of them. you do that, and then they come on. No, I don't. <laughs> not all, not all the game shows. Though. All, no, they're they're not all set up. It's no. not all set up. Yeah. What's what what is scripted in Big Brother? We're all we're all gonna sit in a house and we're all gonna come up with these things and then producers will tell you to act this way and you to act this way and you to do this you to do that come on it's all bullshit yeah but they're they're really all sitting in a house that's the concept of the show trying to win a half a million dollars you're telling me that the producers don't have an idea of who who they're pushing to win like they're not gonna come on well legally they can't they're bullshit game shows are game shows are highly regulated it is are they considered real game shows yes absolutely survivor is a game show no yeah is it really yes i had no fucking clue i thought it was all horse shit i honestly thought it was all set up i thought i i thought this is like watching wwe no you're telling me that Survivor and all of that, like somebody literally wins a million dollars. Like it's not bullshit. Yes. 
Yes, they, yeah, somebody no, literally no wins a million dollars. One guy no even case. got busted for tax evasion from it. I don't know. Yeah, but you're that telling was scripted me the people, too. So the other people don't make money. What, what do you mean the other you, people? You just go away for a month and you don't make any fucking money for no, making I, these I, millions of dollars for this TV show? Like everybody else gets fucked. Only one person I, wins all the money. Come on. No, I think there. I think there's actually a pay uh, based on where you voted out. So how long you're in the house? Yeah. you do so get it. You do paid. get it. Pay to do what they want you to do. Oh, you you, but you don't have to. You you're not going to win this. But don't worry, we'll slide you the money on the side. Like, come on. That's all. What are you talking about? Slide the money on the slide. That shit can come out so boring. Like, it would come out so boring if they just let it play out as is. No, they, they manipulate the house through the games and the situations. So the game is this. How can you get money away if you're manipulating it? I don't understand. <laughs> because it's a game of politics. You vote. You you have to vote somebody out every week. So therefore, alliances are created. What is there some third party that oversees reality bullshit game shows that says we are yeah, going to make sure voting's done right? The FCC. Yes. Really. Really? Yes. I'm looking it up. Have you, have you have you never watched the movie Game Show when they got busted? Yeah, but this this isn't Pat Sajak up there hosting a fucking game show. This is like them trying to tell you that these people are really living on the edge. They're they're stranded on an island. Well, people on Survivor are stranded on an island. Yeah, but with they're the not fucking stranded right but... next to them with fucking people. If somebody starts dying, they're not going to get help. Come on. Of course they're going to get help, and that yeah. happens. That plays yeah. out. But they're out yeah. of the game. Yeah. Fuck it. <sighs> I'm unrealistic. I'm, what's the word? I know I'm off base here completely. Now, a show, like, really a show like the Osborne family or the shows Ms. and Mrs., you know, that stuff is very scripted. That's not a game. That's just but a— If it's a game show, it's real. If it's a game show, there's an element of realness, yes. There are people playing for— a prize for money, which is the motivating factor that creates the drama. Critics argue that reality tele- television shows do not accurately re- reflect reality in ways. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I just don't understand. I guess not. It's very, very comical listening to your uh, rant on reality television. It was like, you know, I I had uh, the Royal Rumble on the other night at the bar, and there was an old lady from Mississippi, Minnesota visiting, mm-hmm. and she, they, they, they were leaving, and it was right at the end of the Royal Rumble where... Uh, the, the bloodline is beating down Sami Zayn, and, you know, and uh, Jay Uso is walking away from the ring, this very emotional uh, moment. And she's sitting there staring at it. <laughs> and she turns to me and she goes, is this real? I go, well, it's not real, no. She's like, is that guy really getting beaten up? I'm like, no, no, they're performing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is ridiculous. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it is ridiculous, but there's a lot of drama. There's a story that's unfolding. It's almost Shakespearean-like in, in the situation. It's like a soap opera. Oh, this is disgusting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what you sound like with the reality TV. 
I, I guess. I just, I don't. You choose not to understand, which is fine. I mean, you're entitled to that. Ignorance is bliss. Not Alexa bliss. I mean, she's, uh, man, that girl went from being a good wrestler to can't wrestle anymore. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I know. All right. I know you checked out. She checked out. I really didn't know that there was real reality TV. Well, I mean, I, I don't understand what your concept of real is. I mean, yes, there's there's casting involved. There's, um, you know, I could see them scripts? saying, no scripts. I don't think there's scripts. I mean, no. the host has a script, just like Pat Sajak has a script. Okay. You know, Pat Sajak knows the contestants. You know, Alex Trebek knew that they were going to tell some weird story about, the, you know, uh, he, he, you know, he'd lead into it. Oh, I understand you're a book collector. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, yeah, I've been collecting books for 47 years. Well, what's the rarest book you have? Well, actually, I have a first edition Mark Twain book. You know, oh, that's interesting. Uh, let's go to Betty from, uh, you know, Beloit, Wisconsin, who's really into cheeses. Tell me about your cheeses. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, I like... Uh, what else? So, Super Bowl... Oh, LeBron James, did he break the record tonight? Or is, uh, is he, I don't think it started yet. What? Um, which record is he going for? The all-time scoring leader, uh, beating out uh, like in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty big I'm just, deal. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I yeah, I was aware. I was aware. I just yeah. Whatever. I don't know. You don't know what reality TV is. Is that matter. reality TV? I mean, I don't. I don't think that the outcomes are known. Is basketball rigged? It can't. I mean, there's things that can be done to. I, I think, it's fixed, though. Overall, well, there was a referee, uh, Donahue or what have you. They got they got arrested for fixing games. Because I, I mean, once had I once had a long conversation with Kevin Nash, who insists that basketball is fixed, just as much as wrestling is. I mean, he could be right. Maybe. I mean, there was a time when people believed that wrestling was not fixed. I can't find anything about who oversees Survivor. Like, well, just type in who. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Got to do everything. Survivor is as real as any show can be. Thousands of hours of footage have been condensed into around a dozen hours of television, so the reality of what happened can be different from what's broadcast. The show does make use of stunt performers and body doubles. Huh. Huh. Survivor uses body doubles for certain challenges that are too exhausting for the average person, such as the taxing swimming tasks. What what source is this? That doesn't even that doesn't make sense. Yahoo News from uh, September fifteenth of uh, from September fifteenth of twenty twenty one. Just how real is this show? 
Yeah, who's the, the source? Desire, who's comedic or uh, Sam Moore? To who's Sam Moore? He's the writer of this article on Yahoo News. Okay, so he's just a rando from uh, from uh, the Independent. To achieve the desired comedic or dramatic effect, producers of ten manufacture and alter situations to create the maximum amount of entertainment for the viewer. Standards and practices, broadcast standards and practices would regulate it. Hmm. Responsible for the moral, ethical, and legal implications of a program that net, that airs on a network. Practice also ensures fairness on televised game shows in which they are adjacent to the judges at the production company level. They also have the power to reprimand and to recommend the termination of television network stars okay. and employees for violations of standards and practices. Okay. Now... <laughs> The vote results segment of the show is designed to create the most drama for the viewer. Whilst the editing can make it appear that the votes are read out at random, they organize they're organized beforehand to create the most suspense when revealed. Yeah, Whilst there is no makes sense. script for the show, producers can create narratives in the editing room to make the programming more entertaining. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that stunt doubles thing? I don't. I don't believe it. Hmm. I mean, it's one random source from a Yahoo article. <laughs> like, uh, it's just yeah. I, I don't believe it. And of course, yes, they tape hours of footage, then they condense it down and they edit it to make the most relevant story they see fit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I suppose they're not scripting it. They're not scripting it. They're just taking hours of footage and giving you the best of uh, uh, what they felt is the best story. There's a lot of clickbait when you search for does survival use stunt doubles. A lot. Yeah, of that's a bad sign. A bad sign. Insider.com says the same thing about them having used body doubles. Uh, What's Insider.com? Uh, I don't know. That sounds a, like a made up. Uh, insider. It very well. It very well could be. ABCnews.co.com. Uh, nothing we do changes the dramatic outcome. Right. Uh, body body doubles wearing the same bathing suits as the contestants. They they do do that. But nothing affects the outcome of the actual the actual event. Sure, sure. So I guess that the events are then real, like the like the the games, like they really play games. Right. That's the game. Okay. All right. Hmm. Mark Burnett doesn't care what people think. He just makes great television, he says. Oh, yeah. And that guy's got to be fucking loaded. Yeah. He's been doing this for a long time. Were you talking about the, the, the TV show? Were you talking about the movie uh, Quiz Show earlier? Yes. Is that what you were referencing? Yeah. That is what I was referencing. It's a decent movie. Old people movie, but good. It wasn't the Pez. It wasn't the Pez story. There was another one that I think you had suggested my way, or maybe I did. There was one. Uh, 
I had an idea earlier today about talking about it, but now, now it's left, Al. I didn't write it down. Well, let me ask you this, uh, as far as making a documentary goes, do you not think they take hundreds of hours of footage and then condense it down to the best thing that tells their story? I mean, I know, like, you know that a documentary is geared towards a certain audience. Like, they're putting out the story that they want to be told. Right. I know that, but, I mean, but they don't, they also don't call it reality TV. They, you know, it's, it's a documentary. Well, they call it a documentary, which insinuates. I mean, well, if we talk about what's his name, the the king of documentaries, he says that you can't do that. He, he shat on, uh, what's, what's, what's the fella's name who does all the documentaries? baseball and he did uh all the music Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Ken Burns. he didn't like he didn't like the uh the last dance like everybody else did because uh the last dance was uh michael jordan's story of the last dance right yeah but we knew that going in a documentary is a television or radio program or a movie which shows real events or provides information about a particular subject Yeah. yeah. So it's, a re- it's reality. Um, but it's crafting a story. It's the same thing. Yeah, but it's never been called a reality show. Like it, they, they it's never been called, called a documentary, which is that's what that means. Well, but it's a different they'll, term. Also, they'll also put out their uh, recreations. They'll say this event has been, you know, we recreated this. Yeah. We, 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 we're telling the story from our, you know, th- this is the way we see the story. Like that's, you know that like with reality TV, like with the Osborne's like, or with Hogan's knows best. Let's go back to that. They want yeah. you to think that that's real, that, they, that everything's real in there and that they didn't just create a bunch well, of. Well, no, I, you, the audience knows going in. What is, what's up? I don't know. Like everyone knows that's, that's, that is now that that's more to your point. That is definitely a scripted program. But I don't. I don't. Or, think, or an improvised program. I don't think everybody knows that when they're watching some of those shows, like Ms. and Mrs. Like they feel like they're watching real people. Like they feel like they're well, watching, they watching real people. Person. Yeah, but they're watching well, they the actors. Well, they're not. They're, I mean, but they're, they're showing me you Ms. glimpses. Ms. Isn't an actor. You're telling me the Ms. and Mrs. Don't. Yeah, well, he he is an actor. I mean, he You're actually has been in both. Show they're being completely real with their life. No, they don't. They no. don't. Come on. But they are showing they are showing a version of their actual life. That really right. is that that really is the mother. You know, that That's really is her mother. Really that really is the Mrs. Father. Uh, you know, they really are going shopping, but the situations are I tell you that it's fake on Facebook, that Facebook is fake because we're just putting shit out there that's not real. But it's uh, Facebook it, it's to each their own. Some people are more real than others, but yeah, I mean, some people are fake. But it's it's a glimpse into a reality. It's a glimpse into somebody's world. Yeah. So your kid's not really selling Girl Scout cookies that was all made up? Like, you, you cut the video and, like, the whole thing was is scripted? I mean... It was. Yes, it was. You scripted the, you scripted the segment with Hazel... You plug your cookies. Yeah, we're bullshitting it out there. Like I mean, yeah, well, she wasn't you were really putting in front. Of, she wasn't really sitting in front of the cookies. We were bullshitting right? just like I am right now. Like, yeah. So that and, I mean, that's not real, right? That's. And she, we're only doing the video so she can sell more cookies. Right. 
And they're they're yeah. only doing their stuff to sell products and or yeah, sell views. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's fake. Yes. She's learning something from she does all that on her own. <laughs> like not all yeah, obviously I set her up here, but she she sits down and just starts working the board. It's insane. Looks at the camera like, where do you learn that shit? What? She's better at this than I am. She's gonna take over. Like she's gonna come down here next year and just start running shows. Yeah, good. Can't, uh... Yeah, good times. Yeah. Um. So you're not coming. Uh, it's unlikely. All right. Like, where am I going to sit? You have 50 people coming, uh, 70 kids. We are, you know, I mean, now we are currently talking about, we're currently discussing like space management and how to get the best space out of this place. And we're trying to figure it out. I'd be giving up this chair. This giant TV I'm sitting in front of. Not giant, but, you know, decent-sized TV. I'd be giving up my little pipe. Um, Yeah, but it's at a bad angle. It's, you know, it's not situated right. (laughs) If it was another 10 degrees outside, like, man, bring the camping chair. The garage. I I got the 65-inch in the garage, too. But it's it's only going to be like 48. And when I say only, like, that's (laughs) Small forty eight's amazing, but that's not comfortable to do for a long time, even with a heater next to you. Like yeah. that's just not. It's comfortable for like a half hour. Like I might walk out, walk out there and watch half of it out, there, you know, or like a quarter or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I was really hoping. I wish, I wish I had that garage like finished. That'd be that'd be perfect. Or knocking down a couple walls to create more space, so then you'd have a good view. I don't have that, but. Just putting it out there, you are invited. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's a it's a sincere invite. Yes. But as of right I now, believe, I, I do believe you. it's a sincere invite. Thank you. I'll leave you off the uh, I'll leave you off of the attending list, unless unless you let me know. Okay, sounds good. If things change, and then I'll let you know if anything happens with space and with seats and with giant screens right in front of you. With like maybe my kids bringing food to us where we don't have to go get our own food. Oh please, those kids aren't being waiters and waitresses. That shit never works. No. And then it's always a you know, and then it's always a, a whole production. It's a reality <laughs> show at that point. Yeah, they grab the wrong thing. Yeah, here you know, and that's another thing. Like I, you know, you go to somebody's house, you go to one of these events. You know, like the, like the Royal Rumble party. There were only so many wings. I, you know, I, you couldn't, like, you know, like, it's just limits. It's limits. Where if I sit at home, I know what I'm eating. I, I got what I want. Um, you know. What happened with the Rumble wings was they started off with the men's Rumble. And I was not ready for that. I had, I had auxiliary wings in the garage fridge. Yeah. And I didn't get to them. Because the rumble had started, and then I was still trying to cook, and fi- then it was like it felt too late. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you see, I don't, like, this I might happen roughly, with the Super Bowl. I had roughly 30 wings ready to roll. Maybe 40. Seems like that would have been enough. 
Right. But, you know, we each got like three wings and they, uh, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. We didn't each get only three wings. We got about three wings and a couple fries. I think there were fries. Were there fries? There were fries. We, we, yeah, all there got were <laughs> we all got like, 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 wings. like four fries and, uh, you know, six, six wings. Scott didn't eat any wings. You and I ate all the wings. And I, I know I made like 30 of them. No, I probably only made like 25. Yeah. yeah. So you and I got all the wings. There were like 13 wings. No, no, no. Uh, there, there was, I think you're rewriting history a little. All right. Here's my question. Where would you go with WrestleMania? Which uh-huh. would you prefer of the three of these three options? All right. Rank, rank them in best to worst right now. Okay. You I had the this. choice. And this could be the day of Royal Rumble. The day the morning of. Let's let's go back to there. And you had your choice of these three storylines for the main event. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah, mm. oh, ma'am. Which of those three? I know it's tough to think about because the storylines are so damn good. I'm not saying this because I'm being negative about anything. Yeah, right. I'm saying this because it's. I think it's a hell of a question. Yeah, I mean, I was but just going to say. That, rank it in worst to first. I was going to leave with I that. Mine. I know I have mine. Yeah. I was going to leave with that. Like, uh, yeah, you know, this is a great situation to be in because like all of these are realistic and it's a hard choice. And, you know, it's sad that my last option is the option we're probably going to get, which is Cody Rhodes and uh, Roman Reigns. But, you know, after watching Monday night, I kind of am hoping that they go with um, Roman Reigns versus Cody and Cody loses. His fucking dream gets shattered by Roman Reigns. I would love that. So I'm all in on that. Uh, but that's my last of the three. I think that I think my number one of the three would definitely be Rock versus Roman. And it feels a little out of place. And it feels like it's taking away from what's already been created. That's great. Um, but it also makes a lot of sense. They can tell an awesome story. That involves Sami Zayn, and uh, and get there, um, and you know he he's he is an icon, and I think it'd just be very cool, especially in L.A. And then my second option would be uh, Sami versus Roman. I think it's just a wonderful story, and I would love to see Sami Zayn dethrone Roman Reigns. But when you start looking at like the bigger picture, I mean it's probably the right thing that that's not the main event for The Rock. No, for Sammy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, if he's not going to win. Yeah, I mean, he would have to win. Yeah. Sammy has to win. Rock and Cody are both the toss-up. Roman can win either of those. But Sammy. Roman would beat The Rock, I would think. I don't know, though. Like, I mean. I mean, I think that's why he'd be coming back to finally, you know, help push it over for that. But you can't have He's the Rock with so the title for so long. Like, it's not like yeah. this would push him to a new status. Like, how right. much more of a status does Roman need at this point? 
Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. I I'm I think the Rock is number one, then Sammy two, and then Cody three. I think that's where you ended up there. Yeah, and it's because you could say taking a spot from other people and whatnot, but it's also just a built-in storyline. Yeah, it's a very good story. But and it's you- been there for a long. Like this one's also been there for a long time. It, it's been sitting there. I mean, you can go back long, you know, it, it's yeah. been there since The Rock. Cody's when you look there forever as well. Ah, yeah. When you look at the booking aspect of it, I think the problem is that The Rock cannot win the world title. And to give the yes. rub of beating, finally beating Roman Reigns to The Rock is useless. It, it's, it's a waste of a, a long, arduous journey just to put the rub on The Rock. Like, The Rock doesn't need that, obviously. I think The Rock versus Roman would be a great SummerSlam match after Roman's kind of, like, lost his kingdom. You know, insult to injury, The Rock comes and says, you know, I don't acknowledge you. Let's have this match. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, obviously the better better stage is WrestleMania, but I think the more appropriate stage is SummerSlam without the titles on the line. Um Sami Zayn, obviously, he, he, he'd be kind of a uh, transitional champion. I don't know how long you can have the title on him. Um, he is a great wrestler. Maybe, like, he proves it. But I just have a hard time seeing the big picture with, with Sami Zayn. Um, obviously, it's a feel-good moment. I, was, I couldn't find my passport. I was looking for my passport because I was actually considering going to Montreal in two weeks to be there. For that match, because that crowd oh, is going to oh. be fucking electric. That is going to be one of the hottest oh, crowds. It's in, it's in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's in Montreal. Yeah, how much Roman? How much Roman? Heat, how much heat is Roman going to get? Yeah, yes. Roman. Roman accepted the match, saying, "I want to beat you down in front of your family and friends." Uh, what does Sean say here? I'd love to see Sammy win it after being the MVP of last year, but I think they're going to put Cody over to prove to anyone in AEW that jumping ship is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they're putting that much thought into the, to the AEW thing, but um, I do think Cody is most likely that, I mean, that's the match they're promoting. That's the match that's going to happen. Um I think after last night's Monday Night Raw with the Paul Heyman segment, uh, fantastic. Um, I'm one of these guys who don't like Cody. Um, I see through Cody. Uh, I find him to be – I mean, when you really break down who Cody is, he's John Cena all over again. He's the corporate suck-up who, you know, says all the right things, is in the right places at the right time, puts himself over – uh, you know, puts everyone else over. He's a really nice guy, but there's just something like that's douchey about him. That must and, be the, that's the AEW fan in you because they were booing him before he left. Yeah, no, and I, I agreed with those AEW fans. Like they saw it. We got there. Are we going to get there again with Cody in WWE? I think so, man. I think people are going to burn on him really fast. Now, well, if you then, really then he, look, then he better win it here. Like you've got, to, I think you you have to complete that story <laughs> for Dusty. Yeah, for me, it's like complete that story for Dusty. And I, I get what you're saying and everything about Cody, and I it, and I know you've told you've talked about that with, with me in the past and on the show, but 
I think that's part of the mixing of reality and, you know. Yeah. I think it. I no, think the it, story it out there that that's who he is. Like he's really putting it all there. The the Cody story is very good, and it's commend commemorable commemorable. Is that the word? To what he's done as a person. You know, he was told you're only going to be a mid card guy, and he said, "I don't accept that." I want to go outside of WWE and prove I'm more than a mid-card guy. And he went out of uh, uh, WWE, went to New Japan, he worked the Indies, he helped co-create AEW, um, and then he came back, and now he is a top player. He is the guy who won the Royal Rumble. He is the guy in the main event of WrestleMania. That's huge. That's a great story. you know. But that doesn't mean the guy is going to be likable along the way. Um, and that's my concern is long-term. Now, I honestly think the best thing they could do with him is actually have Roman Reigns crush his dreams, beat him at WrestleMania, keep that heat, keep Roman Reigns going. Now, I don't know what Roman Reigns' plans are. Like, he might want to take a year off. Like, it might be to that point where he just wants to step away for a little bit. And that's understandable. And plus, you have a guy who holds both titles who only works part-time. I'm sure they would love to get a guy who's going to be there every week, which just sounds like what Cody... Rhodes is, but I would have Roman beat Cody and then continue Cody's chase because I think there's more value in Cody Rhodes chasing a title than holding a title. I think once he tell once he holds that title, he's now just the douchebag with the title. Yeah, the story's over, and I don't know what the next story is. Now they had Walter go one to thirty in the Rumble, one to twenty nine in the Rumble, and he obviously has a case to make against Cody Rhodes. So it seems like that's a built-in feud outside, you know, after Cody wins the title, if indeed he wins the title. Um, you know, oh. Seth Rollins has a case for the title. Like, there's there's, there's Pats. Like, I could picture what the main events are going to be with Cody Rhodes as champion, and they're probably the best option of all three of them. Can I – yeah, I want to jump a little bit off a little bit here. AEW. So Cody – lost uh, in a stipulation match to where he could never challenge for the AEW world title. Right. Horrible move. But it's actually kind of perfect because him never having been the world champion there, it now him coming here to get this title, it doesn't diminish the AEW title by him yeah. going for the WWE title, now the Holy Grail. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, if he had been champion of that for a year or two or whatever, I think that diminishes the AEW title a little bit yeah. that he's going for this. So maybe I it's agree been, with that. You said, you said you see through the Cody bl- bullshit. Maybe it's been kind of part of his plan the whole time. He's like, well, I, I won't, Tony, I'm not going to do the title here. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm and maybe I'm looking, I'm, I'm digging way too into that. But I think in the long run, it, it, Regardless, it it actually helps the AEW title out. It does. If Tony, if Cody were to have won the AEW title, it would have been this would have been more crushing for AEW than it is. Right. Yeah, right. I agree with that. Um, uh, whether Cody intended that or not, yeah, I mean it's plausible. It's given his personality, and he does seem to be a man of high character. Like you know, that comes across as real. In in his betrayal, I mean, it's almost too just. It's almost, which is why I I think he's he's hated or not hated, mm-hmm. but it's why I think people caution him 
because he, he he's so pure and moral and and does the right things that sometimes that just raises red flags with people or or you just don't like that character type you know and i that, i think that is who he is so yeah we'll uh, see it's very interesting I most know interesting wrestling has been sean is out there watching right now um i i saw just this week that you are you're officially retiring from the ring, Sean, and I just wanted to congratulate you uh, on on making this decision. And best of luck in the future, man. Um, I obviously I haven't I'm not that familiar with what y'all do. Um, I know you've got a couple promos on us. I'm gonna go watch some matches here. I see one on on your page here with the the, the Giordi Bulldogs. Al, remember when we fucked that up on the yes, end? yes, you got it. Uh, here, uh, I'm going to take a look around, but um, it looks like there's a lot of folks out there that are saying some really great things. Um, congratulations. I, I wish that we would have uh, crossed paths a little more, and I wish I was over in your neck of the woods where I could watch a bit more, but uh, congrats on that retirement. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I miss that. That was, that was good, uh, good, good to see. Max Pro Pro Wrestling says, Sean Denny has announced his retirement from professional wrestling. We here at MATW Max Pro Wrestling would like to express our gratitude for all he has done for the business, for us personally, and for Max Pro. Denny had a great 20-plus year career and worked with a lot of great promotions and worked with a lot of great talent. He is considered to have one of the best minds for the wrestling business. Al, maybe we should have uh, listened to him a bit earlier then and yeah, uh, in the business, and some would argue that he's one of the best in mid-Atlantic. Love him or hate him, you have to admit that every time you saw him step between those ropes, you absolutely, without a doubt, knew that you were about to witness something special. Thank you. Uh, wow, I see it. I see a young match, and you will be missed tremendously. Go ahead. That's beautiful. I see. I see a, a young, a young uh, Sean here with a young Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan Danielson. That's a, that's huge. I'm going to have to see. Yeah. I'm going to have to go take a quick look around here. Yeah. Congrats, man. Look at that mighty mouse tattoo. How about that? You get a title just for that. (laughs) That's awesome. We'll have to do a deep dive into his uh his career but maybe maybe we'll get him on here you know we'll talk a little bit about it well if he would i'd be honored it'd be great so yeah i mean we had gringo we had gringo loco uh you know a couple months ago yeah sean i'd be honored to have you on uh sometime here so that's awesome congrats man yeah, that's a tough question, though. Back back to the the main event, like which storyline? They're all solid. Like I think wrestling WWE right now is. It took me a while to jump on board with you, but it, it, a lot of it is going in the right direction. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very cool stuff. The Usos as champs, it were yeah, it all well, works. Next- They're the number one, like in the. In all of wrestling, like you know, it, it, there was talk of yeah. team wrestling with FTR and stuff, but I mean, they all know. You've heard them talk in podcasts. They're like the Usos are firing on all cylinders. We'd love to find a way to get back with them. And it seems like FTR's kind of might be uh, heading back that way too, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely rumors they, they'd like yeah. to come back. But we'll see. Um, so 
Jay Uso, Jay Uso no showed last Friday's SmackDown. You know, the Tribal Chief was upset about it. He yelled at he yelled at Jimmy, uh, but he later apologized for losing his temper. It's just it's WrestleMania season, and he feels like everything's out of control. This week, Friday Night SmackDown, the Usos are defending their tag team titles uh, against the winner of the tournament, uh, the tag are team we, tournament that just completed. Is are we Jim, wondering? Is, are we wondering if he's going to show? Is Jay going to show up? That is the question. Now, Sammy helped with Sammy jumped in a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. as a member of the Usos to win the tag to retain the tag team titles. You know, can Sammy jump in and, and screw them? Can you know, is Jay going to show up? Is Roman going to say Jay's not here? Forget it, just leave the titles. We have more important things to do. And then Jay and Sammy end up defending the titles. Like, I mean, there's just so many great. I mean, it's just a, it's a wonderful hook. I can't wait to see what happens Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Al, and then I've been honest in Montreal. a lot of this. I've watched some some of Raw's. I've watched some of this. I'm finally on board. When we watched the Rumble together, thank you so much for coming, by the way. Yeah, I had well, a great time nice. watching wrestling with you again. Um, that that main event match in, in the you know, the, the, the culmination of Sammy's time in the bloodline. It was, it was just done. Yeah. Well, it was done so damn well. And you knew, like, you didn't know for sure, even like, because they've teased it so much him getting, you know, Roman kicking him out. They've teased it so much when he had the chair in his hand, I was mm. pretty sure he was hitting Roman, but I didn't know yeah. for sure. Like it was like, he could still hit, KO one more time. We, you know, it was done very, very well. Paul is great as always in it. Um, I need to watch that promo with him and Cody in the ring because yeah, it's very good. Cool. Yeah, it's very emotional. I saw the part where he he told Dusty or he t- he talked about Dusty and Paul get, getting Dusty's confidence back. Like, yeah, that was, that's and then he then he ends it with uh, you were your dad's favorite son but Roman is the son he wished he had oh. <laughs> and then you know Cody fucking loses it um, of, course. of course and then let, let's just here's the complexity that's going on in this storyline This the way Sami Zayn hit Roman Reigns in the back with the chair is exactly the way Seth Rollins hit Roman Reigns in the back with the chair when he broke up the blood when he broke up the uh uh you know the shields they're little yeah that that thing yeah so when that happened to roman reigns and the shield broke up that's what created his instant insecurity of trusting other people and that's what led in the long term to him bring his family in and then he let Sammy in, an outsider, and once again, he is stabbed in the back, even though it was deserved, the same way it happened with Seth Rollins. Like, that's just great storytelling. It's smart. Yeah, it's good. It's very good storytelling. Um, <coughs> can I ask you about this? Um, with, uh, with Mommy and Dominic a little bit. Hell night, yeah. I watched enough of Raw to start. To see that, first of all, Edge, man, still getting the crowd. 
They just love Ed, you know? <laughs> Alan, I know you're feeling swords, and you're right there with him. He comes I've out. He goes, he goes out there. He stands up on the fence. Yeah. Everybody's going ape shit. Ape shit for Edge. And you're just like, the, do the kids, what do the kids think of him? This old guy, which I mean, he's my age, right? Who <laughs> tells know. dad jokes. Yes, yes. And is in, in Glamazon, which I'm sure the kids are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, and I I love them. But I, I will say this. I think they, they're doing a good job storytelling as well. Yeah. When, when she put Dominic up in her finisher and he yelled out, mommy, mommy up there. Like <laughs> it's funny shit. Like, I, don't know. I also, I also liked, it was corny, but the attack at the NASCAR race was fun. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. They showed that on SmackDown. Uh, uh, Ray oh. Mysterio was with an old driver and uh, all of a sudden Dominic shows up at the bloodline and uh, he's like, uh, Hey, who's that old guy in the pajamas over there? Because you know the guy was wearing the uh, uh, the NASCAR outfit. He's like, they're like, well, why don't we solve it with a race? And they're like, okay. Dominic goes, I woke up in pissed excellence today. I feel good about it. So they go, they go, and they have a race. It's obviously, you know, it's probably not even them driving. Um, Of course, Rey Mysterio wins. The New Day is there for some random reason, cheering them on. And then afterwards, uh, you know, Dominic chucks the helmet at his dad. Uh, it was good, just good stuff. I absolutely – Dominic is so funny, uh, such a cool character. Um, you know, he, he's bad in the ring, but that's that's the character. That's the story. And uh, Rhea Ripley, man, she is just on fire right now. She is over. She's over, over. And uh, – I, I I hope they they have. She's her not promoting WrestleMania like she should be. What are you doing, Beth? Yeah, there's a yeah, line yeah. In that. Um, yeah, it's good. So is that what? What is it? Is it? Uh, what was the match that they they called officially for it? What is it? A mixed tag? I don't know. An elimination uh, chamber? Are they doing a chamber? No, they're not in a chamber. Uh, there there's a, a women's. There's a women's tag? chamber. Is it mixed tag with Beth and Edge versus uh, Rhea and Dominic? I hope so. I mean, that, that would be my sense. guess. That makes sense. Brock Lesnar had a funny line as well on uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh, where he, go ahead. He, you know, he goes to the ring. He's like, you know, ever since I lost at the Rumble, all I think about is Bobby Lashley. He's like, you know, I go ice fishing. He's like, I know I do some coastal fishing as well because they're in Florida. He's yeah, like, but if you know what ice fishing is, I do ice fishing. When I'm ice fishing, all I'm thinking about is Bobby Lashley. You know, I eat dinner. I think of Bobby Lashley. And then he goes, you know, when I'm laying in bed with my wife, four or five hours later, I'm thinking about Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, he nailed that. That was good. good. to see him having fun. Do you think the guys in the locker room are pissed at him? Or I mean, no. these days he's being used very well. Like, it's it's perfect. I think. Yeah. Him yeah, he's coming down the card, and, like, he's, he seems fine with it. And... Yep. I mean, I'm sure he's still getting paid just fine. Right, right. That's just it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> He goes out there for five minutes. He makes millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, Mania is Hollywood, right? Yeah. Two nights. 
it would have made too much sense for the rock. Like it, it would have, that could have been a corny look for it too. Maybe, uh, you, you saying like having it done at survivor series, which I'm pretty sure they just announced for Detroit. Okay. At the Ford. Do you want to, should we think about trying to get that in the books? What going Ford field? Man, that's actually a, that's a good idea. I'm liking that's, that thinking there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that bad of a drive. No. It's doable. We, you know, we spend a night in Detroit. Hmm. We do a little drinking. I'm intrigued by that. I mean, both of us have, we have summer birthdays. All right, right. Mm-hmm. So you get, you can angle it with your family. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm. <laughs> help. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're on the same car. I mean, here. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need to. I don't need to pull that as much. But you know, the fact say, that I, it is around my birthday. Well, just don't smoke weed around your cat, and we're good. No, dude. Don't she gets so mad. All right. Let Let's start seriously discussing and like seeing uh, about ticket sales and whatnot. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd be great. I bet we could get buckets to come from out west. Charlie Hogan would be in. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It might be something he's going to anyway. I think Patrick might even been down. Great. So we're doing a spring break trip to the Cincinnati area to a Great Wolf Lodge for a night. Okay. Al, it's ridiculous. If there's a spring break within 60 miles of these places, the prices are out the roof. So what we're doing is we're staying at another hotel with a pool the night before. Okay. And then one night at the Great Wolf Lodge. I think, I mean, you do the pool the first night because they're just happy to be swimming again on April 3rd or April 4th, whatever that is. It's the first week. But then the next day you do a Great Wolf Lodge with an indoor fucking water park. I think they're going to be happy as hell the first night. The second night, it's I, – I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. An indoor water park? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's they're still four and five, Al. Like, they're real. Yeah. Indoor yeah. water park is going to be amazing. In April, you can't swim outside in Chicago? Come on. See, now I'm reading that the Survivor Series is in – the Allstate Arena. It is, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. SummerSlam, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. I yes. said Survivor Series, though. I did say Survivor Series, I'm pretty sure. But then I said okay. Summer. Yeah. Well, I Googled, I initially Googled Uh-oh. Summer, Summer Series. series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, SummerSlam 2023 Detroit. <laughs> Ford Fields. Yes. We got there. All right. We got our eggs in order. This is the best podcast, honestly, because. Oh, yeah. If we don't know what's happening and we talk like we do, we at least get to the source. Right. We always do the research live. Instead of before the show, we do it live on air <laughs> so people can see the process. I mean, it's great. Honestly, like if you. If you're a gentleman like us and you procrastinate 
in the history of doing, you know, projects in school and all of that. You know, you waited yeah. till the last night. Absolutely. This is the show for you. This is your show. We were both that guy who did the we did the book report the night before. Oh my god. Started Maybe reading even, the book. Started reading. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Maybe even missed that the day it was due. But got sick that day and honest to goodness. Like you had to read so many pages of books, you know, in, in, in the classes. I I had a teacher who approved me reading the newspaper in the morning and reading the sports pages as parts of my pages. It happened. Just so. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I got I, busted once because one not, of my mom's do boys. Not tell, do not tell Hazel and Vera about that, please. Thank you. I got busted once because I uh I had to pass this class, and the only way I was going to pass the class is if uh, it was like a history class or something. If I uh, like aced this book report, and I put it off to like the the, the last weekend, and we had to write like a uh, a travel book on a location, <laughs> on like a worldly location. I think I had like Sydney, Australia, and uh, I started doing it, but it was boring. And my mom's boyfriend at the time, Robert, he ended up killing himself. Um, so Robert, Robert uh, decided like he was going to do it, and like he he did it. He had the thing like laminated. Like he just, I handed in like a professional travel report, and the the teacher called it out. She was like, uh, "This is too good. This is too good for your level." Like, oh this is, shit! You know, I'm this is like college. I'm sorry for you and for Robert, because I'm sure that that man felt like, oh, I'm going to help the kid out. This is going to be great. Yeah. We got a talking to, but she's like, look, there's no way I can prove this, except, you know, like it's it's beyond your level. Um, so I'm just going to let it go, you know, because, look, they just want you to pass. They, they At the end of the day, they want you to move you on. They don't give a shit if you learned anything or not. They want you to, to be out of their hair. Yep. You got you got any music over there ready to roll to take us out? I mean, I can. You want? No, Hazel to... does that. Well, I mean, I was. That's that's just a quick heads up for later. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Was there anything else? You ever you ever listen to the podcast Smartless? Who? Smartless. 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 I, I think I've seen that show. It might not be your thing. It's a good podcast. I just, I finally, I finally got into it like this last couple of weeks here. It's uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and uh, Sean, the guy from uh, Will and Grace. They, I, I don't know if any of those guys hit you too often. Maybe Ozark? Arrested uh, Development? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, good podcast. It, I mean, they started in the pandemic there in Hollywood, so they get a lot of great guests. That's part of. I've been, helps. I've been watching the, uh, the Criminal Minds on uh, the Paramount oh. Network, the new one. It's a reboot. And, uh, no, no, no. It's not a. It's not a re. You know, or it's a what's a reboot? It's a continuation. It's a continuation. Nothing's I mean, being rebooted. Quantum Leap's a continuation. Yeah, kinda. I mean. Uh, I mean, this is the same cast as before, but I I always found funny on that show that the guy from 
Dharma and Greg. Oh, Greg, yeah. Was the head of the unit. And I always hated him on that show. I always like this guy just there's something like something wrong with this asshole. Uh-huh. And then it turns out he was really an asshole behind the scenes and they booted him from the show. He oh, got voted right. off the cast. That's right. Yeah. Holy shit. That's wild. Huh. Who would have thought? Uh, Dharma and Greg. Dharma ended up on like a, one of the Walking Dead shows uh, for like four or five seasons. I think maybe the, the final season is going to air coming up. The Fear of the Walking Dead. So they both went into other things other than like the rom-com sitcom thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, that podcast is great. Uh, two, there's three, you know, the three guys there, they're all actors. Only one of them knows who the guest is. So they start the show and then, the, you know, it's the four of them. And then their guest, they start introducing the guest based on their, you know, their credentials, basically their IMDB or their Wikipedia. And then the other two start guessing. And then the guests, re- they can all see each other. They don't do it video, but they can all see each other. And then the guest like drops their curtain and they show who the guest is. It's a, it's a pretty good setup. So the other two didn't know. And so whoever knew they do the interviewing, you know, you're in radio, you know, who some the people who've done their research does the interviewing, but then the other guys get to ask questions as well. It, it works out pretty well. Yeah. I got caught up when I, I started out by just by looking to see who the guests were and going to listening to them to those episodes, but it worked. Uh, that's all I really had to, uh, to discuss this evening, my friend. Yeah. I mean, that's all I got. I, uh, yeah, nothing else. I feel I'm like sorry. there's something else. I'm sorry. I liked, uh, you people. I will say, no, look, you're, you're entitled maybe, to your opinion. No, I think maybe, um, I think maybe Jonah Hill kind of co-opt your look, and I'm a little pissed by it now that now that I'm thinking it out, and maybe I don't like it as well anymore. Yeah, because I, I really do. I think he, I think he was trying to go for. It. He didn't get it. Like he didn't capture you at all. Nobody does homeless as well as I do. Homeless chic. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah. It, it, I mean, we got the curly hair. We're you know the the beard. Yeah, that's it. You, you, you know, I've always wanted to dislike Jonah Hill, um, but everything I've seen him in, he's been pretty good. Yeah, he's better yeah. than you think. Yeah, even I, I mean, even though I didn't like this movie, the acting was fine from everybody. Yeah. I mean, I thought everyone's acting was fine. I just didn't like the characters. And they did a lot of the things where it's just them. You can tell they just start riffing on each other, like him and his sister early on in the church. It's just jokes back and forth. Yeah. Like you can tell how they filmed it. it. You and I like probably enjoy seeing that kind of thing. Um, I will like super bad that movie where they were kids. I remember going to it at a theater with like Derek and Jimmy and Ross and me telling them, I don't want to go to this. I don't need to see a junior high show. Yeah, and then we got really high and laughed our asses off at it the entire time, and enjoyed it. Right. But, yeah. So Jonah Hill. Yeah. Who's the fat guy who played the funeral you? director? All right. You know what I'm talking about? There was a movie like about a funeral director. 
Oh, you just want to leave. He was All a right. funeral director. No, 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 never no, mind. No, I'm playing. No, 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 I'm going to no, play no, the song now. Yeah. No, my wife has an eight thirty call. I needed to be on. I needed to be ready by like eight forty. So I have a yeah. little bit of leeway here, but I do need. If the kids are staying up, she has a work call at eight thirty. So kids are staying up. Gotta go up there and be ready. Her I new gotta job. Gotta go up there and be ready for ya. New job all around. It's time to get down and out is what we are so long everybody don't try to be funny will you meathead <laughs> it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.